0: All right, so we've been solving these blind items on The Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, we've been solving these blind items every day in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. And Bradley, you've discovered it's really messing with your brain. Oh,
2: God, make it stop. I'm telling you, blind items have ruined me and my social life. So this weekend, friends and I went out to dinner. We had a lovely night. And of course, at some point, the conversation will always come around to hot topic something sign celebrities and sonora. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. uh, we were having a conversation though about I don't even remember how it got on the conversation of uh, Jennifer Lawrence but somebody brought up Jennifer Lawrence and I was like oh I hate that person. Woof! and people were like what everybody <laughs> loves Jennifer Lawrence I was like oh no she is um, fakey McFaker pants and she's also slept her way to the top well, dun done. That was not got, received well. I got some dirty looks from people who were like, um, th- th- hashtag not appropriate. And I realized they were there was like a knowledge gap. Yeah. And so then I proceeded to sort of uh, fill in that knowledge gap with the information we've gleaned from crazydaysandnights.net, dot which is our source for all things blind item. Mm-hmm. And what I realized in that moment was that, like, we are privy to some amazing blind item information that. The general public does not pay attention to nor probably give a rat's patoot about. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that makes for these awkward moments where you're like, I know something you don't know. And then as I was explaining this to people uh, and in this, let me explain for those of you listening who are like, I have no idea what he's talking about right now. So we have covered Jennifer Lawrence in blind items from crazydaysandnights.net that there is the storyline that she and it's not even just crazydaysandnights.net it's you know there are some tabloids out there who've reported similar things but essentially the argument is that she ha, she probably slept with Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. uh, i know there was a blind item that said there was like some sexy video holly correct the record if i'm getting any of this wrong because my recall is atrocious that there was maybe some like video, audiovisual material that was floating around there that might uh, purport to show that um, Jennifer Lawrence was, you know, doing favors, doing some favors. Mm-hmm. So that's. Well,
1: the rumor, that rumor stems from the nude photographs that were leaked of Jennifer Lawrence. Remember that? Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, she was at the center of nude photos being leaked now at the time she reported that those photographs were taken for her boyfriend nicholas holt Mm -hmm. but the blind item goes that oh wait in fact those nude photographs were taken for one harvey weinstein Mm -hmm.
2: yeah so that's kind of like just my so then i am armed with this knowledge and then i see everything through that lens so i think jennifer lawrence is somebody who's Terribly overrated and actually that was how the conversation started. It was somebody said they were looking forward to the Red Sparrow and I was like well first of all that movie's gonna be crap and the person was like well actually reviews have been mixed and I was like well She's overrated and here's why and then I got these like blank stares and like shocked eyes You know what's going on mm-hmm. and it occurred to me in that moment as I said that um, you know most people aren't paying attention to any of this and therefore you know, it's like a blessing and a curse.
0: Right, because we've been following these storylines that have been put forth by this entertainment lawyer who, ro- who runs CrazyDaysAndNights.net. And frankly, you know, we've had many reasons to believe that he knows what he's talking about because many of those blind items have come to fruition, including but not limited to a lot of the ones around Harvey Weinstein, right? So we've been sort of paying attention to him and thinking when EF, this is a person who knows what they're doing. When
2: EF Hutton speaks, we, we listen.
0: listen. It's true. When and if you don't, don't know what speaks, that means,
2: uh, you're not old enough. Mm-hmm. Um but, but I also realized in that moment that you know there's a knowledge gap and that most people aren't paying attention to blind items. When you start talking about them, you sound like a tinfoil hat person.
0: Like you're from a different planet. Because as
2: I was explaining these crazydaysandnights.net, I realized... Like, oh, you read a blog. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a blog that has stories about Jennifer Lawrence. And it's a blog post that some guy you don't know suggests that something is like, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. And
0: then you all of a sudden but you're like, you don't, don't get, get it. He's been them. Right. Okay, I have a version of this kind of, Bradley, because I'm struggling and um, because, again, we have followed many of the storylines that have been put forth by this entertainment lawyer who's in the know, who puts these blind items out on his personal blog, CrazyDaysAndNights.net. Well, the one of them concerns Carrie Underwood, and this is the one that has me so upside down right now. Carrie Underwood, this is this is the surface information that the the, the general public has been given, right, through publications, through tabloids, etc. She had a terrible accident. She broke her arm when she fell down some steps, uh, and she had to get some surgery. And then uh, it, we haven't seen her for a very long time. And then she posted something on her Instagram that basically said. When I got in that accident, something also happened to my face. I'm not ready to talk about it yet, but when I am, uh, will, you know, please join me in the conversation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That is the storyline that's been in the tabloids. Yeah. Well, anti lawyer who runs crazydaysandnights.net will have you believe that there's some domestic abuse happening and that the accident of her falling down the steps was no accident at all. In fact, it was an incident that occurred between her and her boy or her husband, and that, uh, that some damage was done to her face. Well, now imagine this. Over the weekend, she allowed her face to be seen one more time on her Instagram with a big red X over her mouth from the nose down.
3: And
2: what was the point of that?
0: Well, it was for, um, there's a movement called the end it movement together. We're in it to end it, help us shine a light on modern day slavery. Uh, And basically it's, it's about uh, all different types of um, modern day slavery, including, but not limited to sex trafficking, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they were, uh, she and her husband did this picture together and that red X is part of the movement. And then they posted about the movement, but you'll notice like there's, not only is she being shown, but not her full face, but her husband, the one that our blind item writer would have us believe she's not in on good terms with is with her in the picture. Yeah. So my brain is literally falling apart like springs are popping out because I can't figure out what's real because ent- the entertainment lawyer, anti-lawyer who writes crazy days and nights dot net has been right on so many things but we're being fed this whole different storyline. I can't figure out w- See, where we are. My
2: uh, Here's my my uh, approach in life. Uh-huh. Is that I believe him until he's proven otherwise. Mm. Because he's been right on so many things. And there's always a reason to believe someone who has no particular interest in a story. Um, versus a celebrity who's always trying to like tell us something that's probably what?
0: nothing is real and everyone smokes.
2: Yeah. So to me, I'm with him. I'm with him. That's my new hashtag. Uh, whenever he comes out with something, because frankly, he's been right so often in the past. I have no reason to doubt him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. And, and then there's this part of me that's waiting for them. The story to unfold For everybody. I mean,
2: have we had a major story, Holly? Correct the record, because you've been paying attention and bringing us all these blind items. There hasn't been, like, a major story that has been proven false that he has commented on, right?
1: No. And, in fact, since the show started, he's been doing some blind item reveals. One specifically, you know, a story that we talked about last week concerning Jessica Alba in that convenient photograph taken Uh at Target with her child. Yes. He put the name... Jessica Alba breastfeeding at Target, just like we speculated last week yep. during the Blinded by the Item segment. So even though small ones yeah. uh, have been confirmed, and bigger ones too. You know, it, we started following CrazyDaysandNights.net during the breaking of the Harvey Weinstein story, right? Because he was he had broken so much of that news for years prior on
0: his blog. Right. By the way, I just want to uh, to circle back, and in, in case people aren't following the Jessica Alba breastfeeding in Target thing, the blind. Item was something on the along the lines of the fact that that or that photograph was meant to look spontaneous. Yes, of her breastfeeding her brand new baby in the dressing room at Target. However, that was a pre-planned f- picture that they had been planning to take and release at some point for a very 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 long time to help promote her honest brand. Right, because at Target, Target
1: is their biggest vendor. Exactly.
0: So. Mind blown. All right. Well, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, away from blind items and to an item that has been right in front of our face for the last couple weeks, Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother. Now, we were paying attention to parts of this, but there's a big, huge thing that we missed that we've got to talk about. A little piece of Big Brother that we haven't gotten to after this on My Talk 107.1.
2: If you miss Second Chance Romance, oh, don't worry.
0: We got you. We have the highlights. So we did a little shopping. It was really casual. Hmm. And I just, I don't really know what happened. She hasn't called me back.
2: Do you mind if we ask why you didn't call her back? She's great. She's really pretty. And she's funny. And we had this
0: amazing conversation. Okay. It's just, she knows my ex. And I'm trying to avoid that
2: whole social circle. You heard what Leslie said. Your thoughts.
0: I feel better that I didn't, do anything wrong to alienate you I thought that I was I I thought I was being stupid um no no I feel better
1: no No,
0: I like you I think that you're great I just honestly I didn't want you to hear a whole bunch of bad stuff about me it's like my worst nightmare I just wanted to start out fresh with a clean slate (laughs)
1: well ask her Lex Lex we'll pay for it you guys game (laughs) (laughs)
0: I <laughs> guess why the hell not? We a great-
2: yeah! <laughs> oh my God. Second chance romance, Thursdays at 7 and 8.30 on My Talk
1: 107.1. The radio home of people you'd want on your team for pop culture trivia night. My Talk 107.1, Everything entertainment.
0: Celebrity Big Brother was crowned last night. And uh, we've got to talk about Celebrity Big Brother on the Colina Bradley yeah, Show. Yeah do. On My Talk 1071, streaming feels. live, MyTalk1071.com. We podcast on the Podcast One Network. That is Bradley Trainer. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Uh, did you watch it all the way through, Bradley? No. Celebrity Big Brother? No,
2: I watched a lot of it, but I and I paid attention to headlines, but I did not see every episode.
0: Okay. And you but you know who won? Oh yeah. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. The winner was
2: That lady from Hairspray.
0: Uh Marissa Winoker, is it Winoker? Winnaker? Winoker? Anyway, she won and she was up against at the at the bitter end, she was up against Ross Matthews, who of course made his uh kind of his fame from being an intern with Jay Leno and then kind of went from there, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that was all well and good. And I'll be perfectly honest, by the time we got to the end, I was like, well, of course one of the two of them are going to win. They're like the nicest and everybody's nice and blah, blah, blah. But and it was an talk? expedited
2: version, we should yes. say, too. Normally the season will go a lot longer and I didn't even realize it was going to be over this fast. It honestly. happened
0: so quickly. But what I really want to talk about is not who won. I want to talk about the faces <laughs> Of the of two of the people who lost, namely Mark McGrath and Brandy Glanville.
2: Um, so I know we can spend some time on Brandy Glanville's face in just a moment, but why uh, particularly Mark McGrath?
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he has had any work done. Well, he's but, old. I mean, he's just an aged rock star, and yeah. um, it, it is unsettling to me. It's the strangest darn thing because for me, Mark McGrath has not moved away from the persona that he was sort of known for in the sense that like he hasn't changed his hair really he hasn't really changed I mean he still kind of wears the same style it's it's as if he has not yet accepted that he's an aged
2: that rocker. one I, like he doesn't surprise me at all because he's you know any I feel like musicians in general they're just gonna look weird because you know I mean rock stars they're They just live a hard life. Yeah. But the one that I really just could not get over is Brandy Glanville. And not that we didn't know Brandy Glanville had some surgery done Mm -hmm. and not that we are taking an entire segment of our show to throw Brandy Glanville's face under a bus. But if you watched this particular season, you noticed very
3: clearly that no—and there's a very specific— Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including calorie smart.
2: reason and i'll get to that in just a moment but let me first just say that if you see her face on the show you will at some point be horrified. And uh, this is evidenced by not only that you and I are talking about it, but specifically I was watching and Jamie came in the room and he was like, oh, my God, what happened? Right. And he was referencing her face. Now, lest you think we're just bitches and we're trying to pick on Brandy Glanville, you should understand that the thing you learn about. And this is the reason I was just getting to the reason this is a reality and uh, available only to those of us watching rea- uh, Celebrity Big Brother is that Celebrity Big Brother requires that these people are are just like as they are, because the show is not like pre-produced. Right. They're all in hair and makeup. Like the show e- exists twenty-four-seven, right? So you see them. I mean, she can't wear makeup all the time. I guess right. she could, but like realistically, she's not going to. And watching her face. Uh, without any makeup it was insane right because there was like yeah. literally no face there and then she would it was like a drag queen so um and i know a few of these people uh they have like their face is a blank canvas and then they go about creating a face and the end result is like a beautiful face and brandy glanville when she's got all her hair and makeup done you're like oh okay well you can tell she's been around a while mm-hmm. She's a Hollywood um, lady who's probably had you know a nip and a tuck here and there. You do not realize the extent to which she has had work until and unless you see her in a in a state of unmakeupness. Do you not?
0: Yeah. And the thing that I think is so strange, the thing that is so strange to me about the fact that she participated in the show at all is that she has had so much work done on her face that you would think That she wouldn't want to be seen without makeup. You know what I mean? You would think that that was a hurdle for her to get over because you see these people, as you said, Bradley, it's 24 seven. There's a live stream going at all times, and anything is subject to be edited together and presented as part of the show. And I. And also, can we talk very specifically about the fact that some of the injections that she has gotten have rendered the left side of her mouth completely inoperable?
2: Yeah, somebody uh, in this in the uh, somebody uh, behind who the scenes, with, somebody <laughs> who, was like, did she have a stroke? And I'm like, uh, no, I think she just had a prick too many from a, a needle that was delivering some sort of botulism or uh it, Toxin. Was,
0: it was very strange. Yeah. In fact, it actually took me like three episodes to get used to the fact that that was Brandi Glanville because my brain didn't want to connect it. It was so bizarre.
2: Yeah. I would encourage you to Google it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It is. Just to, to watch.
0: Another thing that's fascinating to watch is our uh, celebrity D-bags and we'll tell you who they Man, are.
2: Watch our D-bags.
0: After this on my Talk 107.1. <laughs> My Talk
1: 1071. Everything. Jankies Entertainment.
0: Celebrities keep behaving badly, and we keep calling them names on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Mm-hmm. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And these are your celebrity D-bags. Oh.
2: Presenting
0: Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day. Colleen.
2: Whip out your douchebag for today. Oh, I will.
0: Uh, His name is Kanye West. Oh. And um, here's what happened. Uh, Kim Kardashian and her husband, Kanye West, had shown up for a photo shoot in L.A. And uh, they were walking along a wall that appears to be in some sort of industrial park or some such, right? And Kim is walking, by the way, with her brand new pink hair because she got sick of the blonde hair so now she's gone pink and Kanye takes a little pit stop against the wall
2: like he took a nap
0: no like he took a pee he went potty he He whizzed on the wall potty on the wall
2: Pony on the wall. Pot- now, what? apparently,
0: according to the, according to onlookers, or the article, or the paparazzo, or who knows who, uh, he was just faking it. Oh, but I don't really.
2: You don't care.
0: I don't care because <laughs> even if I don't he know acts that
2: horrible.
0: Well, he might have peed on the wall. I don't know, but can I just say, just don't. We don't do that. That's not no.
2: Okay, well, but he didn't pee on the wall.
0: We don't know that. How do you know? We don't know that.
2: I we mean, just I know Google that. I Google
0: it. Well,
1: do you, you can look at the
0: did picture.
2: Kanye, yeah, there's no wiz marks, pee on the wall.
1: Okay, yeah, but I'm looking at the photograph, and he's definitely doing a stance.
2: Yeah, the, he's, in, he's in position. Kanye West fakes peeing in front of paparazzi. I mean,
0: but how much did the Kardashians pay for that to be the headline? Oh, we can't have people know that he went potty on the wall.
2: I don't know. Hashtag fake news. I I am not whizzing on the wall. You can see there's no wet spot on the floor.
0: Well, but it this may be pre potty. This may be pre pottying. I'm just saying, he's a d bag. Okay. I just, listen, are you arguing with any reason to call Kanye West a D-bag?
2: Look, no, but at the same time, I'm not going to say that he peed on a wall because there's no evidence he actually peed on a wall. Well,
0: he wants people to think he did.
2: I mean, he's probably having a little fun at the expense of the paparazzo, right? Maybe. I mean, because they she do. She looks amused. They do pick on him constantly. I think the shocking, the more shocking thing is her behind. Her booty? Yeah. Her body is so disformed. Like. I know you're all gonna be like, "Why are you picking on a lady's body?" I'm not picking on a lady's body. Kim Kardashian physically alters her body Mm -hmm. so that her waist is teeny tiny, and all of her internal organs are in her butt. Like literally, if you don't believe me, Google it. Like she wears waist trainers, which that's a like two thousands word for corset. Corset, yeah. Which is a nineteenth century implement that women. Uh, were forced to wear and would often, fa- you know how? Do you know how? Like they used to be like, oh, women would faint and they had smelling yeah. salts. Yeah, they fainted because yeah. they were wearing a corset that was cutting off circulation yeah. to their bodies. Yeah,
0: yeah. They had a whole brand of furniture yeah, that was meant just couches. for them to faint. And on. it's not
2: because they were like, oh, ladies are the weaker sex. No, it's because ladies were literally being constricted um, by by culture. They were forced to be. You know, uh, physically manipulated uh, for no other purpose than to appeal to men's, uh, you know, ideals of what beauty is. So don't go there with me. Look at Kim Kardashian's waist and her butt and tell me that's not.
0: Can I tell you one more thing about Kim Kardashian that'll make you roll your eyes? Yeah. Since we're now we're transferring our D bag to her. Yeah. Yeah. because Kanye didn't actually pee I mean, on the wall. I don't
2: know if he did or not, but don't you think it would have literally been headline news if Kanye West I mean, whizzed against a yeah, wall? Yeah, probably.
0: Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I want to go back to this conversation we had a little bit earlier about the fact that Chloe is going to eat her placenta like Kim ew, and Courtney did, ew, ew. and this all came out on Keeping Up with the Kardashians um, over the weekend, right? Well, apparently they televised a conversation. On Keeping Up With The Kardashians, the show that is produced about the Kardashians' lives. And I put that in loose quotes. And it's a conversation between Kim and Chloe, yeah. where Chloe explains to Kim, like, oh, I'm totally gonna eat my placenta just like you did. Oh, God, and she's uh... like, I'm gonna do the grape flavored pills because that's just, that's how I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna just like cook it up and eat it. Well, while they're having this conversation, this is like in past time. Right? They find out that the news of Chloe's pregnancy has leaked. All right. Mm-hmm. And this is where the two of them get really irritated about it. And Kim said, or <laughs> Chloe says, I hate that everyone is prying and so nosy. It's just super frustrating. It's almost like we're not entitled to privacy. Yeah. They yeah. say Hello. on the TV show Hello. about their yeah. families.
2: Amen. Lives. Yeah. Did you oh. not remember the earlier moment from our show today where Kim Kardashian says she wants to be able to go get a churro and not have everybody up her ASS? It's
0: so irritating. You chose
2: this life.
0: You are... You are talking about how you don't you want to be entitled to your privacy on the show that is not is about yeah! you not having any privacy. Hey.
2: Hey. Oh, hey. Hi. I want to bring our douchebag back home.
0: Bring you know what? You bring that douchebag home. I'm going to bring
2: uh, back the uh, hometown douchebag. <gasps> His name is Garrison Geeler. Actually, I think it's Garrison Keeler. He's my douchebag for today. You know why? I can guess. Here's why. You know all uh, some of them uh, accusations about Mm -hmm. him uh, having some uh, inappropriate times with some ladies. Mm -hmm. fired and did Mm -hmm. some things. Um, While he's talking again, and uh, Garrison Keillor is the one person accused of sexual assault and, uh, or I should say, sexual misconduct allegations while uh, in a position of authority who just can't seem to let it go. Yeah. Right? And uh, in some of his first extended interviews since NPR cut ties with him, Garrison is talking to the Associated Press and uh, the Star Tribune. He claims that a string of sexually suggestive emails that he exchanged with his accuser were, quote, wait for it, mm-hmm. romantic writing. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! You guys, is how unplugged from quote, reality can he be? Quote in my curmudgeon,
2: as much of a curmudgeon voice as I can have. No button was unbuttoned, and no zipper was unzipped. I never kissed her. This was a flirtation between two writers that took place in writing. Okay, so a couple of things. Let's just let's just uh, pull these things apart a, f- a little bit. First of all, um, he. So, you can write sexual harassment. You can speak sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. You can touch sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. Like, just because you wrote words doesn't mean that it's not harassment or that it's not inappropriate. Right. Right? Right. Um, so, that is the first thing I would like to say. Also, if that's romantic writing, I feel like he could do better.
0: Um, yeah, also because he's released these emails mm-hmm. to the, to the press, um, and he talks about them in, in the various interviews and articles that have been written. Um,
2: and there are some real raunchy emails. Yeah. The woman who, by the way, uh, in this particular case has not been publicly identified. You know, one of the other arguments that he made was, um, I wasn't really anybody in power. Uh. I wasn't really like. What was the exact quote? The exact quote was, um, "I was not really the boss around Prairie Home Companion. I was a writer sitting in a dim office at a typewriter back in the old days. Stop. I had no control over her whatsoever. She worked at home. Um, the woman, however, said that in fact Keeler did have the power over her, specifically the power to provide or take away job assignments. Yeah, opportunities." Mm-hmm. And she added that she never wanted anything but a collegial relationship with the host, meaning, I don't want your sexy talk. Thank you. She said he was my mentor and employer. As such, he had power over me. Every time I said no or tried to avoid him, I feared I was saying no to my future. Mm -hmm. That is...
0: yeah, that is se- that is sexual harassment. Yes, thank you. That is the very and definition also, of the it.
2: fact that he denies that that's even possible belies that he I mean, that just shows that sexual harassment like right. because, of course, the guy doesn't think like I've got. Po-. I mean, you know, Harvey Weinstein, sure, he was an evil, dastardly human being. Some people know full well what they're doing, but it's that entitlement like, I'm just going to write these sexy words to this lady and she's going to like these sexy words. And we're just two co-workers no, sharing dude. sexy the words. The fact that you don't understand that you're in a position of authority and it's not appropriate to write to a woman about your sexual fantasies, that shows that you engaged in sexual harassment.
0: Okay. Can I also just add one more last thing about this? Because he's doing himself no favors. Well, yeah. Do you remember when the allegations first came out and he talked about the time that he accidentally, because her shirt was open ever so slightly, he I went to console a... her and he accidentally uh, put his hand down her yeah. shirt six inches, right? Yeah. Well, in the article written in the Star Tribune, he addresses that again, and it sounds like a very, very different story that he's telling it sounds like it was very intentional and he realized that it was unwanted so we're already like there's already gaps in the story and so many other disgusting things
2: um of the things that garrison keeler said just to wrap this up he he goes on to say of his romantic writing escapades we were two writers and we wrote back and forth and sometimes we slipped into what one would call romantic writing but this was between two people who hardly ever laid eyes on each other. She was never required to be in the office. Use any word to describe it you want to. I plead guilty. Stupid, yes. But it was mutual. And it's a kind of a function of the ease of this dreamy technology.
0: I mean, he oh, is I'll tell so you the word that I would like to call it. And, uh, s- and sexual harassment. Gross.
2: Yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> like, the fact that he just, like... Continues to think he can write himself out of this particular experience Mm -hmm. that he can talk himself out of it This is not an episode of a program that I used to listen to every week. This is real life And as such you are required to play by certain rules and one of those is that you don't get all creepy up in your email With your coworkers or employees. It's gross. Yeah,
0: when we come back, it's time to make you smarter with some science Uh, Really good news We might know what aliens look like. We'll tell you what the. We'll tell you after this on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. Have you not looked at the women's US speed skating outfits? Viva la (laughs) Grey (laughs) Volva. They're black (gasps) pants with a grey Viva la (laughs) Volva shadow thing that they say is thin film that makes their inner thighs work faster. Stop it! Stop it! It is
3: is tragic. (laughs) Women's speed skating uniforms. It's a gray Viva La Volva hallway. Oh, I'm looking at it. It's a gray Viva La Volva hallway. (laughs) Hallway. No, it's... US team roasted (laughs) for crotch patch. No, that person should
0: be fired (laughs) who approved of that. How can you feel good about that with a big vulva
1: target? It's
2: odd. It's terrible, (laughs) Johnny. It is the the worst, <laughs> the worst Olympic fashion okay, ever. Old.
1: Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071 everything entertainment. The radio home of pretending you understand Twin Peaks. My Talk
0: 1071. everything entertainment. In the, our never ever ending effort to make you smarter, we... Oops. Bring you some science on the Colleen oh, and Bradley show failed. on My Talk1071, One, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We hear everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And every day at this time, we like to share our scientific discoveries with you. For example, this is so exciting. We maybe probably know possibly what aliens might look like.
2: Yes! Lies. Why? Because <laughs> is real
0: uh in a book called the future of humanity which is written by a scientist by the name of michio kaku have you ever heard of this
2: i've read his books
0: have you yeah oh okay so you try he's a trusted scientistian right
2: exactly Mm -hmm. he knows science he lost me but go ahead smarty pants well
0: he has he says First of all, that he would bet a cup of coffee, which I feel like that's kind of a lame bet. Maybe I think a little bit bigger would be nice, but whatever. Fine. A cup of coffee that we will find intelligent life out there before 2035. So that's pretty close. Yeah. Very exciting. And this is based on his own knowledge as a scientist and uh, his understanding of space. Right. And we do have an institute called the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence Institute that has a number of these high powered telescopes that are scanning the stars, trying to listen for alien communication. We've even put out noises to them, radio frequencies. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. To the potential aliens. Mm -hmm. Well, he says, listen, Mm -hmm. I have decided after much research that we know some things about what extraterrestrials would look like. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. For example, There are three, there are sort of three things that, that Kaku says we may know. Okay. Number one, the aliens would have stereo vision, which basically means that their eyes would be able to interpret depth of field because this is something that you need to know. You need to be able to do in order to track predators or other beings that may be a threat to your livelihood. Right. Okay. So that's number one.
2: Okay. So they can see,
0: they can see in stereo so they can see with depth. Right. Okay. Number two, yep. the aliens will have opposable thumbs or some sort of grasping appendages. Okay. Because these are necessary for holding tools that we that they would hunt with. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And number three, they would have language. Because I mean, in order to is... to create, you know, to have more life and to pass on the knowledge that you've learned, you have to have language. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So these are the things that we are expecting when we meet.
2: The yeah, but like, are they green? Do they have hair? Those How we don't know. How many genitals do they have?
0: I don't know. I think do we're they gonna have, have to genitals? wait. We're going to have you know, to wait. You don't know. we're going to have to wait and see. I don't know that we don't know, but we know that they're going to be able to see. We know that they're going to have opposable thumbs, and we're pretty darn sure that they've got some sort of language. Um, he also. He also likes to think about whether or not these alien civilizations that we haven't met yet that he believes are out there. If they will um, if they will be capable of living and existing completely underwater because we have so many ice covered moons like Jupiter's moon Europa or Saturn's moon that I can't pronounce that it's it could be that these alien beings have lived.
2: Enceladus.
0: Thank you have lived underwater yeah isn't that fascinating
2: well you know we evolved from beings that lived under the water i mean that's why you have eyeballs
0: that i can see depth of field with
2: your eyeballs are the result of creatures that lived under the water like we developed eyeballs before we left the sea
0: mm-hmm. I, so see, I feel think like you brought that, that the, for science before
2: I didn't bring it. Um, Our good friend and scientician, I think, is the term Mm -hmm. that you used. Neil deGrasse Tyson mentioned that in his series about um, human life and evolution and how we became what we became. So if you think about it, it's kind of creepy because the eyeballs that we have to see the world were really meant to be seen underwater. Mm. Right? That's
0: fascinating. Yeah. So do you, are you... Interested in this
2: am I interested? In yeah, it? that's fascinating. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like? You have a you know you you understand aliens better now
2: <laughs> No, well <laughs> No, because I don't think we're ever gonna meet um, advanced aliens I think that is a that's never gonna happen mm. I think we will find some sort of bacteria floating around but the chance that we would find uh, highly civilized uh, creatures In order to do that, you—it's probably the case that they will destroy us. So you should hope that we never discover advanced life, sentient life, in our lifetimes, because it'll. Maybe they're
0: afraid that we're going to destroy them.
2: Well, but either way, we will either be destroyed. We will be destroyed by them, whether they know it or not, because there'll either be some sort of weird disease. Or we will not be able to communicate and i don't know if you've met us before we can barely take care of our own well yeah much less interact and communicate with uh advanced civilizations somewhere else in the universe so i'm hoping we never find like green men i'm hoping that we find evidence of life but so that we can
0: go to mars yeah. yeah do you have science i don't
2: think you have to go to mars to find life right
0: well no I was just saying, if we find life and we know that areas are inhabitable, then maybe we can inhabit them.
2: Um, My uh, particular science has nothing to do with aliens and has everything to do uh, with something I think uh, listeners can relate to. Whether or not Google Maps or Waze is better for uh, navigation. And you know the answer? I do know the answer. Why? Because... (laughs) Okay, so really quickly, because we have just about a minute, this guy did research over a year. He spent a year putting Apple Maps, Google Maps, and Waze to the test. We can just dump Apple Maps off to the side because nobody uses that anymore. Yeah. It turns out, and it shocks me to say this, it turns out Google Maps is actually better than Waze. Really? So for all of you Waze lovers out there, he, um, his name's Arthur Grabowski. He's a senior manager and also sounds like he's some sort of cast member from a TV show. Uh, but he, uh, he put these all to the test and found after like hundreds of trips that Google Maps got him where he needed to go the quickest. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so now you know if people go, I use the Waze, you should not use that Google Maps. Turns out Google Maps...
0: I love it. I'm a Google Maps lover myself. Uh, now, we are very hopeful that we will receive a call within the next yes, five minutes from call Ms. Sarah Abraham. We are supposed to be talking to her about her lawsuit against Viacom after this.
3: My Talk 1071. Everything. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha.
0: Entertainment.